Hello and welcome to the Birthing Conscious Humans podcast. And this morning I'm speaking with my friend Sofia Ortiz. Hello. Hello. Um, who is going to be talking about water birth with me. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. So Sofia, tell me a little bit about who you are. Okay, so my name's Sofia yeah. Ortiz um, and I am an independent midwife. Yeah. I studied in England. I worked mm. in England for three and a half years in quite a large tertiary unit. Yeah. Um, and during that time of study and work, I had two water births myself yeah. for my two lovely boys. Um, and now I have moved back to Corfu yeah. with my family and my husband who's from here. And we are bringing water birth to Corfu as much as we yeah. are able at the moment. Yeah. Awesome. Which is a lot about what this conversation um, will, will sort of describe and unfold this morning. And we have a bit of a history together, yeah. Sophia and Sophia. Uh, a number of years ago, Sophia directed um, the Vagina Monologues. Yeah, in my, in my previous life. In your previous life. my previous life, I did an acting degree and I produced and directed and acted in a bilingual production of the Vagina Monologues, Absolutely. which brought me closer to a large group of very inspiring, strong women, one yeah. of whom was Sofia Michalopoulou. <laughs> which was an amazing exploration of our femininity and what made us women mm -hmm. and touched on trauma. I mean, the play itself mm -hmm. uh, brought up issues. So mm -hmm. there was already, long before we talked about birth or water birth or anything mm -hmm. like that, we were obviously on a path of some sort. And um, it's that, that experience certainly brought me closer to realizing that I wanted to be a midwife yeah, and work right. with women yeah. and work with birth. Yeah. 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 And here we are, the synchronicity of coming back <gasps> to Corfu at this time. Um, which has its challenges, but has also given birth to many amazing projects. Mm -hmm. And one of that has been the, um, the Pregnancy and Birth Network yes. of Kerkira. Which is um, a fantastic group of five women. Mm. Um, and we all work with pregnancy and birth and early period of parenthood. Yeah. From different perspectives, from um, we've got a lot of different skills within the group, yeah. and um, yeah, we come we came together almost a year ago now during the first lockdown. During the first lockdown, yeah. um, to see how we could work together to promote normal birth, joy in birth, yeah. and um, support the women, particularly of Corfu, yeah. um, who needed that input and that support. I think so. Mm. And because of lockdown, but also <clears throat> bringing an awareness that comes more from a womanhood mm -hmm. rather than a medicated system, yeah. which is where most of the kind of pregnancy and birth support in yeah. food does come yeah. from a medical perspective. Bringing it back to the birthing person's yeah. body and knowledge yeah. and um, innate understanding yeah. that they have within themselves and trusting that because yeah. within the culture at the moment, whether it's Corfu or, or the wider culture, we just have lost so much trust yeah. within our instincts, within our bodies. Mm -hmm. And, um, we need to come back to understanding that, that yeah. that is our greatest knowledge and our greatest yeah. strength. 
Yeah. And there is a lot of also concrete, factual, practical information that mm -hmm. needs to be laid down to realize that, you know, it doesn't need to be a fear based yes. reality. Birth can be can definitely be a positive, powerful Absolutely. experience. And yeah. we'll talk a little bit um, uh, a bit later about what's possible in Corfu. I mean, my passion being water mm -hmm. and you being able to provide and support a water birth mm -hmm. was obviously something that sparked this conversation. Yeah. And um, the whole sort of podcast series, Birthing Conscious Humans, from, from my perspective and how I interpret that is the gentler the transition for mm -hmm. an incoming soul, for a baby... Mm -hmm the more they can remember who they are. There's less trauma. There is an easier, um, yeah, like I said, transition from one reality to the next. And a baby can keep more of who they are. In, in the water birth, Sophia, you've, all, you've automatically got a space that is just for the mother and the baby. And those are the people who are, who are birthing. You yeah. know? It's not just, just the mother's body and it's not just the baby. They're doing it together. Yeah. And as soon as you put them in a relaxing hot water tub, they have their space. Absolutely. And they are in control of that space. And nobody yeah. can do anything yeah. to them in that space that they don't want done. Yeah. And that automatically creates a, an, a, a flow and a support yeah. for the birth process. Yeah. And as soon as you've done that, you're supporting her natural rhythms, the baby's natural rhythms, and not interrupting that, yeah. that, that whole process so that yeah. You're, yeah, you're creating an environment where they can, they can trust each other yeah. and they can be born without fear, without um, intervention. intervention. Yeah. Um, and yeah, trust, trusting themselves, yeah. both of them. And, yeah. and a lot of babies who are born in the water, it's been observed a lot that they tend to be a lot calmer, yeah. a lot more relaxed. They tend yeah. to feed easily. Yeah. Um, the mother automatically wants to hold that baby skin to skin, yeah. which is the best place for yeah. the baby. Yeah. Um, so it, it, the water birth itself really supports that idea of transitioning yeah. from one yeah. state to the yeah. other. And it's something that, <clears throat> and we've worked on it together as, as Water Happy uh, and working with newborns and babies in the water. One mm -hmm. of the first things we do is learning to define our space in water. Mm -hmm. Like water naturally creates like a bubble mm -hmm. around you. Mm -hmm. um, on the one hand, there are no boundaries in water, but the pool itself, mm -hmm. like the hot tub we have here, creates a space between the birthing um, mother and baby mm -hmm. and who's outside yeah. the pool. Absolutely. And that gives a natural border and boundary, yeah. um, which for me is best explored before the birth yeah. because it's a really empowering, yeah. defined <clears throat> space. The mm -hmm. partner can get in. Can the partner yeah, get in? If they, yeah, if they want to, a partner can get in. Yeah. Um, if the mother wants. Yeah. If the birthing person wants them yeah. to. Um, then yeah, I, I've never personally been at a birth where the partner gets in, but I, I do know that there have yeah. been, yeah. um, plenty where the partner gets yeah. in, gives massage, yeah. holds, holds yeah. the birthing person for support. Yeah. And that's also when, <clears throat> when we prepare, when the whole pregnancy is, is sort of supported in water, then, mm -hmm. then that's something that can be explored yeah. with the partner yeah. 
especially because I feel that, you know, water is something that men resonate with easily. Mm-hmm. Um, especially we live on an island, you mm-hmm. know. Most guys love the sea or have something yeah. to do with it. So there's a natural affinity to it mm-hmm. that could actually be inviting dads into the birth process more, with yeah. more curiosity. Yeah. And, and again, just as it creates the space for the birthing person and the, and the baby, it creates a space for the family. Yeah, you exactly. know, If that's what they want to explore beforehand. And for any couple, whatever kind of birth they're planning, I would highly recommend any planning or support to talk, to really talk and listen to each other, mm-hmm. how that person needs to be supported. Yeah. And to have a whole bag full of tools that you can use because you might find that something you really thought you wanted you don't want at the time but you've got other um, tools to draw on that you can use in that time and if you've worked on that together then that becomes instinct yeah and there is something else that you touched upon Mm -hmm. before about and and you can feel it or remember it from experience even if you Mm -hmm. haven't had a water birth when we enter a body of water things slow down yeah. you know the whole mm-hmm. the metabolism uh, slows down we go to the beach and it's like ah, oh, suddenly mm-hmm. and that slowing down also happens during a birth a water birth well funnily enough being in the water when you're at, in active labor actually yeah. reduces the length of labor yeah. by roughly two hours yeah. even if it's your first time so in, in some ways, I suppose it's not necessarily slowing down your body, but slowing down your mind. Yeah. And then that allows your body um, to take over. Or you allow your bod- body to take over. Yeah. Okay? So your, your mind slows down enough for you to just enter your body and allow it to do what it needs mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Having said that, if you enter the water before you're in active labor, sometimes there's a build-up and it might have taken a while and you might yeah. be tired... Sometimes labor will slow down so much that it will stop and it will allow you to rest, yeah. which again is a fantastic way to, to, to recover if you need to, if you need to have that rest so that you're prepared then for active labor. And to keep going. And as a practitioner, it's a really good way to judge how, how progressed the labor is. Yeah. You know, if someone's saying, I really want to get in the water, I really want to get in, and they get in and then it all slows down, then great, they can have that rest yeah. and and yeah. recuperate when they need yeah. to. Sometimes they get in and it all speeds up and, yeah. and they needed that yeah. that relaxation, mental yeah. relaxation as well as physical. Yeah. There's um, one big word that we that we use in the water, especially mm-hmm. around babies, is allowing. Mm-hmm. And there's a, you know, you can even mm-hmm. feel it in your body that <laughs> allowing is, there's a huge letting go. Of, mm-hmm. of, of muscular tension, of nervous tension, mm-hmm. of mental mm-hmm. um, speed. And it, it's actually an opening up so that baby can do what yeah. it needs to do. And that's the mother allowing. Yeah. It's not the mother saying, oh, they allow me, or yeah, she wouldn't exactly. allow me, they wouldn't allow me. It's the mother allowing yeah. her body to yeah. function in the best way possible that yeah. she feels comfortable yeah. with. Um, and, yeah, let, letting go so that the... Yeah the baby can come through can, can do it. and find its best way can find yeah. its best way and that's something you know birthing conscious humans from a baby's perspective mm-hmm. so let's say i'm a baby mm-hmm. i've sent the impulse i'm ready mm-hmm. to come out 
Knock, knock. Knock, knock. <laughs> um, am I allowed? Hmm. Is there an, an allowing? Mm-hmm. Can I do what nature has not programmed me, but created for mm. me, you know, to wriggle, to twist and mm-hmm. turn, to, to use impulses, waves, to mm-hmm. find my way through that birth canal. Yeah. If mama is saying, I'm allowing, and mm-hmm. allowing baby to do that in mm-hmm. his or her mm-hmm. time. Well, um, d- during pregnancy, and then particularly during birth, um, the baby and a birthing person's body is always talking yeah. it's always sending messages yeah. right and and the being in the water allows so much more the mother to hear those yeah. messages and yeah. respond particularly yeah. physically there's so much space to to move to change yeah. position mm-hmm. um and and to support herself in her instincts yeah. of what she's hearing from yeah. her body and from her baby yeah um and there is that, I mean, baby is already in a swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> She's already in an amniotic sac. Mm-hmm. So you've got a baby in a pool mm-hmm. and a mum in a pool. <laughs> so there's there's that sort of the mechanics, I call that aquatic, um, yeah, water's intelligence to, mm-hmm. to reach resonance. Like mm-hmm. two bodies of water, mm-hmm. even though they're in different containers, mm-hmm. will find resonance mm-hmm. with each other mm-hmm. um, temperature will mm-hmm. equalize mm-hmm. pressure will probably equalize yeah. so it really does strengthen what you were saying that bonding capacity and mm-hmm. to listen deeper yeah we say listen like yeah. water yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and the intimacy of okay you you you, you can be naked mm-hmm. or you can wear your swimming costume or yep. your underwear in the pool yeah and and so that skin to skin contact, mm-hmm. not just with baby, but also with yourself, with your yeah, own body. Absolutely, you know, you you've got. It's such a sensual yeah, uh, medium, exactly. being in in warm water. I mean, as soon yeah. as we get in a warm bath, we exactly. feel it. Anybody who who likes getting in a yeah. you know warm bath, the warm or the sea, can feel that sensation. And you'll find that a lot of women. Um, in water birth situations are much more likely to put their hand down to feel their baby's head as it's coming out. They feel much more in control, particularly at that moment that baby's being born. Um, One, because nobody else obviously can get into that situation. It's it's not so easy for a practitioner to to get involved in that situation, but also simply because they're in a medium that supports it. Um, And because they've got that control, there's a lot less trauma, particularly yeah. to the perineum yeah. um, in, in water births. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's increased mobility. <clears throat> there's there's um, less pressure on the joints and on the mm-hmm. body. So I yeah. guess a woman can flex yeah. her, mm-hmm. her hips and yeah. open up and yeah. really feel into how that baby wants Absolutely. to move out. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, the, the society we live in creates and supports a sort of sedentary lifestyle and we've got very used to not moving as much as what we would have done maybe 100 or even 50 years ago and and you need to do that preparation physically beforehand but the water allows it so much more to be able to to hold your weight yes obviously 
but also creates the, the warmth within your muscles, your ligaments, yeah. Yeah. that create a bit more flexibility, a bit more yeah. space, a bit yeah. more movement. Yeah. And that helps the birth process so much. Yeah. Which I think you can already feel. It's like what you were saying before, you know, you get into the bath mm -hmm. and automatically the body goes, ah, oh, like that memory mm -hmm. stays alive mm -hmm. in the body. Mm -hmm. And... You know, I think anyone can can feel how there's a softening and a, a releasing and an opening up, mm. which is that natural state yeah. of giving birth. And I think, you know, talking about water birth, there's, you know, you can't talk about water birth without talking about a natural birth. Yeah. And it is a, you know, engaging natural law, the forces of nature, and and sort of. Surrendering is a big word. Yeah, but it is absolutely one that applies yeah. to the birth process, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, learning to do that throughout the pregnancy is is the best preparation you it's can do, however you decide to prepare, whether it's yeah. through yoga, meditation, yeah. walking, yeah. in the water, however you choose, yeah. surrendering to your body yeah. doing that. Yeah. And we also tend to talk about... Um, waves mm -hmm. and rather than contractions yeah yeah, yeah. because of that uh the f the flow the force of nature that mm -hmm. sort of rises and Fall. falls yeah you know there's a neb yeah and a, and a flow yeah which is a metaphor for the whole process but quite a physicality to yeah. it as well yeah no absolutely and a lot of women and a lot of um birth preparation techniques talk about uh either calling it a wave during birth, calling the surge a wave, um, or using the, um, the image of a wave rising and crashing against the, yeah. um, against the beach or, the, yeah. or whatever you want to visualise and then ebbing away. Yeah. And visualising that or visualising um, swells over the ocean, um, even if for whatever reason you can't have access to water during your birth, that, simply that visualisation... Yeah. If a lot of people practice it, have practiced it, and it resonates with them, yeah. Um, yeah. can really help yeah. as well. And I'm laughing because I'm thinking, yeah, sometimes it does feel like a tsunami, like <laughs> a huge wave. Oh my god! You know, how mm. can I contain that the the, the force mm -hmm. of nature? Mm -hmm. And because uh, I've had that question sort mm -hmm. of put to me mm -hmm. before, and it's like. And I don't know if it's true, I'm asking, mm -hmm. you know, if the body can give rise to that physiology, mm -hmm. to, to the intensity of the wave, mm -hmm. then I can contain it. I can own it because it's my body. Yeah. So yeah. somewhere in me, I should be able to find the capacity mm -hmm. to, to hold that intensity. Yeah. And um, that's, that's a really interesting way to put it because... I suppose for me, it's less about containing it yeah. and allowing it, like yeah. we were saying. Yeah. Um, because sometimes if you try to contain it too much, to you try, you're trying yeah. to escape it. Yeah. Yeah. And you, don't, you can't try and escape it because then you won't allow it to happen. Um, trusting and having faith in your body that it's not going to bring you something yeah. that you can't handle. Yeah. Okay, we've been doing this process for hundreds of thousands, yeah. of, if not millions of yeah, years, yeah. Um, and it works. Yeah. And women's bodies are built to do it, and so yeah. our babies are built to go through it. Yeah. And the process is 
astounding scientifically and medically as yeah. well as spiritually and emotionally. Yeah. It is awe-inspiring yeah. when you're with a woman in labour and, when, yeah. and you, when you are that woman in labour. Um, yeah, trusting that process. It's trust, trust, isn't it? Trust, trust is a big word. In, in, for the in woman and this. for the birth practitioner. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it's interesting because I was talk, I was having this conversation within the, um, let's say, induction, mm -hmm. uh, the conversation within natural induction, mm -hmm. and it's when the the waves start naturally. Mm -hmm. I assume there's a sense of control because it, it's coming from within me. Mm -hmm. Whereas when there is an impulse, an intervention mm -hmm. coming from the outside, mm -hmm. then I'm reacting to mm -hmm. something outside yeah. of me rather absolutely. than inside of me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, when you listen to women and their birth stories and their and their satisfaction with their birth experience, yeah. what they will tell you is not that they were not satisfied because they were in so much pain. It's they were not satisfied because they weren't in control and yeah. they didn't feel that they were actually part of the process. Yeah. But when they are part of the process, when they have their choices, when they are in control of the situation, regardless of whether they feel, yeah. they feel it so in control that they can let go. Yeah. Um, that is when they are satisfied with the experience, regardless of the outcome. Yes. You know, it, yeah. How, however the birth ends up happening, yeah. if they feel they were part of the process in control and they had choice yeah. and they were supported with those yeah. choices, that's, exactly. that's when they are satisfied and happy to begin the journey yeah. of motherhood. Yeah, absolutely. And it's an empowered, uh, an empowered um, process. There are women that say, oh yeah, I really wanted a water birth, but it didn't happen in the end. Mm -hmm. there, there seems to mm -hmm. be then a negative, I failed somehow. Mm. But I think it's about saying that, yeah, water in pregnancy and birth, mm -hmm. it's not about, I'm going to have a, I'm actually going to, you know, my baby's going to come out in the water. Yeah. It can be part of the preparation, mm -hmm. even if there isn't a facility for mm -hmm. a water birth. Yeah. Um, so you are having your water environment. Yeah. Um, prep you can use uh, let's say the bath or a birthing pool yeah. for early stages of labor absolutely yeah absolutely. and then come out mm -hmm. to give birth yeah so there's no yeah. fixed way absolutely not and you um part of the preparation process is is to understand that um you're giving into that to that moment you're surrendering to that yeah. moment and what it is that you need yeah. in that moment yeah. You might think it, you might love the water and you might love being in water, but then when it comes to it, you're like, I don't want to get in yeah, the water, exactly. actually. I, I really exactly. want to have my feet planted on the land. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. As long as you've had the, the option or the experience yeah. or the support yeah. throughout yeah. as, you, as yeah. you needed it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, a little bit for me, because I'm a water person, I grew up on, on the island mm -hmm. and I know that... As islanders, we have a natural affinity <laughs> to water, yeah. and I'm sort of hoping that, you know, we're going to be able to ride that wave yeah. <laughs> to to bring awareness, if anything, and to start using water as an educational mm -hmm. um, tool, medium environment for mm -hmm. birthing parents, as well as training midwives, mm -hmm. doulas, yeah. because there are water birth courses out there mm -hmm. and um, 
online courses and in person and and one of the things I'm passionate about is there's so much you can do with water even yeah. before conception yeah like don't wait for your water birth <laughs> start <laughs> early yeah so um that's something that we're working on yeah already uh, yeah. and there's many technicalities we can get into when talking about water birth mm -hmm. but what I'd like to ask you now mm -hmm. is okay say a woman in Corfu would like to mm -hmm. have a water birth what is needed what does she need what's the practical you know what does it look like a bathtub isn't the best solution yeah. um simply because it doesn't give you as much space yeah. okay um so the the best solution is a, a birthing pool mm. um that's specially designed so it comes up and covers the mother's abdomen at yeah. least and there's an, enough space for her to open her legs for maybe for her to grab something yeah. on the side if she yeah. needs to um and i can provide that yeah. birthing pool mm -hmm. if she chooses to birth at home yeah. um with me as her midwife yeah. um and then she would just need a liner yeah. so that we can keep it as clean as possible clean the birthing as possible, pool yeah. Um, and then practicalities, maybe like a, a waterproof sheeting for the floor, for the floor lots so of towels and sheets, yeah. old towels and yeah. old sheets that yeah. you're not going to yeah. want. Yeah. Um, yeah, and space, yeah, enough space, space yeah. and a strong floor. A strong floor, yeah, yeah. For, the, yeah. <laughs> for the pool. Water does get heavy. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and it's warm. Yeah. The yeah. 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 No, we always try and yeah. keep it yeah. to the, to the woman's liking. Yeah. You know, sometimes in summer they might want it a little bit cooler and in winter yeah. they might want it a bit yeah. warmer but as the birth is about to happen yeah. we try and keep it like body temperature 37 37 5 yeah. so that the yeah. the baby is comfortable yeah because it actually right. perceives the temperature high a baby would perceive the temperature higher than the birth like one degree higher yeah than than the mom so it's keeping yeah. that water temperature steady i would say yeah also. yeah yeah um, so by the sounds of it, that would be within a home, yeah. a home birth environment, yes. which is now possible in Corfu. It is on offer yeah. for cases for birthing, um, mamas or couples yeah. that are, uh, up for it. Yeah. yeah. And who are interested. And amazing in yeah. itself. And then there's also, you know, the birth preparation in water that can come with that yeah as well yeah um looking at birth from a baby's perspective mm -hmm. um i have this image of we take a dive it's summer we take a dive we're underwater mm -hmm. um a baby isn't really holding their breath when they're mm. in the amniotic sac are no. they no there isn't any breath to hold it's a Excellent. water environment their lungs are yeah. filled with water yeah they, um, yeah, they haven't been in air. Yeah. They haven't breathed air. Yeah. There's a whole, a huge physiological shift that needs to happen as soon as yeah. they're born. So whether, when they're born under the water, yeah. they're not, um, they're not going to breathe in because there's no space to fill. Yeah. You know, their, their lungs are filled with water. They're in water. Even if they open their mouth, it's yeah. not going to go anywhere. The, um, when they come up out of the water is when they first take yeah. their first breath. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
I, I think as long as the birth process has been normal and the and the yeah, baby has been the transition, yes, yeah. healthy and safe yeah. in that in that birth process. Because I think I mean one of the ways I work with water is you know it trigger it can trigger in us the anxiety of <gasps> I'm not going to have enough air. Mm-hmm. But it's what I do want to say is that it's different for the birthing baby yeah. because they haven't come from an air yeah. environment. environment. Yeah. They are completely immersed. In, they are mm-hmm. in water and the water is in them. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And it's actually the, the initiation, the, the, the push through that tight uh, birth canal mm-hmm. that pressures in a way, yeah. the water out yeah. of baby's lungs and yeah. out of baby's system. Yeah, and it and it does do that that pressure through the yeah. through the birth canal, and you see it when when they're yeah. being born. You see yeah. you see the fluids coming out of them, but again, as because there isn't the the negative pressure, yeah. their lungs aren't gonna fill with the birth water yeah. when they so come into the when yeah. they come, are born into yeah. the water. Yeah. That will happen After once they're again in the air. In the air, yeah. and. There's, a, from what I understand, a reduction in the water, a, a reduction of the water in the lungs that creates then enough capacity in them for them to take air in. Mm-hmm. So there isn't this kind of <gasps> grasp yeah, of panic. air, panic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and I yeah. see it with newborn babies. When mamas come to the pool with mm-hmm. their newborn babies, mm-hmm. there's kind of an anxiety of, oh my God, if, if baby's going to go under, they're going to mm-hmm. drown. Mm-hmm. And there isn't that mm-hmm. urgency, there isn't that no. rush, there is yeah. a, again, going back to that allowing mm. and trusting that a, a physiological birth mm-hmm. has nature working with it. Yeah. And um, it's magical to see baby coming out. Absolutely. In her time. Mm. Um, and there's that whole... Then yeah, change of environment from the from the liquid to the air, yeah, which uh, we've all been through. Yeah, yeah. Um, everything is louder. Yeah, colder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a huge shock. It's a huge shock. It's a huge shock system. being born for yeah. for a baby. It would yeah. be like you know a whale suddenly finding itself on the top <laughs> of a mountain. <laughs> yes, you know? exactly. It, it's, it's huge shock, yeah. and the more um, physiological and calm the birth environment can be, and that includes the body of the mother as the birth environment for the baby, then um, the easier that transition will be, and the easier the baby will feel it. It won't feel like such a shock and something so strange. Um, they'll feel, okay, I'm supported. I can smell my mother, I can feel my mother, I can hear my mother. I, this must be okay, because she's with me. <laughs> yeah, and she's right. And going back to what you were saying at the beginning, like the birthing pool is a natural border and boundary. So you, you have time on your side once baby is birthed. There's no kind of rush to get out of the pool. Everything is done mm-hmm. slower yeah, you can probably yeah. stay in that water for longer with As your long as baby. it's not too cold. Not, yeah. You don't want yeah. the baby getting cold. Yeah. They can lose heat yeah. quite easily, yeah. but um, there are you know ways to yeah. make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. Staying skin to skin, Staying putting skin on a little hat, yeah. making sure the air around isn't yeah. obviously too cold. Yeah. Um, but 
Most women, to be honest, want to get out of the water as soon as they've given birth to the baby. But it's not but a not panic, always, it's not a, it's rush, not a rush, it's not a, oh my God, no. yeah. 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 So there's, yeah. again, that sense of, you know, you're probably taking, your time. taking it careful to get <laughs> yeah. outside of the yeah, everything yeah. kind of, yeah. because it, and coming back to sort of an awareness of self, mm -hmm. which for me arises when we are immersed in water. Mm -hmm. There's this feedback from mm -hmm. the water, you mm -hmm. know, am I moving too fast or am I going slow? It brings an awareness back to the body. I suppose, I haven't thought about this before, but it's a really lovely reflection. If the baby's been born in the water and then the mother's holding and then the woman gets out of the water, yeah. the birthing person gets out yeah. of the water, yeah. um, they're, you know, in a way being reborn together, you know, together. then as a, di as a different couple, as Absolutely. a mother and child. Absolutely. parent and a child absolutely and that's the beauty for me of of you know birthing at home mm -hmm. and uh, water being that womb space that mm -hmm. they both come up you know you can hold it in a ceremonious space depending on on you know who's birthing and and what yeah. how you've prepared mm -hmm. But symbolically, it, it's powerful. I mean, ho however birth happens, in whatever yeah. environment yeah. it happens, it's a rite of passage. Yes. And whichever number birth it is, whether it's your first or whether it's your tenth, yeah. it is, yeah. it's a rite of passage for, for the birthing person yeah. and for the child. Yeah. And it, those gateways are there yeah. because they signify changes in our, in our life and we need to be aware of them and prepared for them. And however best we can do that for ourselves, and it will be different for everybody, um, is, is the best way to prepare for that change. And being aware of it, understanding the messages from your body, from your emotions, from your psychology, how that happens and how best to prepare and support yourself. It's, um, you know, we, we think that we've forgotten how we came into the world. <laughs> and, and yet... For me, that memory stays in the in the water. Mm -hmm. uh, water remembers, mm -hmm. and our, our liquid physiology mm -hmm. remembers. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I have adults, mm -hmm. not necessarily pregnant, or mm -hmm. sometimes preparing to 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 become parents. That when immersed in warm water mm -hmm. in a hot tub, mm -hmm. their body begins to move as if they're being born mm. like it's incredible to see how that memory is awakened mm -hmm. by the water mm -hmm. itself because mm -hmm. it's sort of you know it creates the environment mm -hmm. in which the first memory was imprinted mm. yeah so it's kind of it can be liberating and a relief to kind of rebirth yourself mm -hmm. in the warm water mm -hmm. but also as a way to prepare mm -hmm. for giving birth you know, you've kind of retouched mm. on those parts that are inside you. Yeah, and, and we know that your own birth story mm. has a large impact on how you will then give birth. Absolutely. And if there is anything lingering yeah. or traumatic or negative associated with that, then um, the best time to deal with it is either before pregnancy or, yeah. or during pregnancy, yeah. but before the birth process your, yeah. of your own birth Absolutely. process. Um, because birth and labor are such vulnerable times that it, it will bring up anything yeah. that we haven't dealt with. Yeah.
beneath the surface. Beneath the surface, <laughs> so <Exactly>. to speak. <laughs> um, and that then leads back to what I was saying at the beginning, remembering more of who we are, mm -hmm. because we are remembering those first nine months in mm -hmm. water, mm -hmm. which are the very foundations of of, of what comes after mm -hmm. you know, our whole life, mm -hmm. not, not just the birth. Mm -hmm. So we're remembering that part. We're remembering not just the physiology. We're remembering the emotional space, the spiritual mm -hmm. space that we, you know, we come through. And the more parents sort of own up to their part of the story, mm -hmm. then baby can bring more of their story through. Mm -hmm rather than being in reaction to mama's story or papa's story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, um, I often think, and this, this might be a scary thought for yeah. a lot of people, but actually it's really empowering when you, when you come to realise it, is that, um, I mean, life in general, but particularly when you come to parenting, is a, a series of choices and consequences. Mm -hmm. And that first choice is deciding to be pregnant yeah. and to have a baby. Yeah. Um, and then the next biggest one is how to birth your baby. Yeah. And um, parents n need to take responsibility for that yeah. um, in the preparation for it, in the uh, outcome of it. Um, and, and then that leads to their own awakening and support yeah. and they, they gain that feeling of being in control of being empowered um and then they start that journey with that feeling regardless of how the birth actually happened if you are taking the responsibility for your choices and the possible consequences which is probably for me one of the biggest sort of evolutionary leaps in, mm -hmm. in the past not so long a couple of decades even mm -hmm. of owning up to our birth and our choices. Mm -hmm. and birth isn't something that just happens to us. No. I mean, I'd say we choose to be born, mm -hmm. but I choose to be pregnant mm -hmm. with my partner in a more aware and conscious space mm -hmm. rather than it, happen it just happened. Mm -hmm. I think more and more people are exploring conscious ways, let's say, of preparing to conceive. Absolutely. And, uh, but at the same time, if it is a surprise, yeah. let's say, which also happens, um, then there is every opportunity yeah. yes. to make it a positive yeah. experience. Yeah. Beautiful. And, and sometimes a surprise is the best way to dive in the deep end. <laughs> Oops. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I'm sure mm. people have lots of questions, mm -hmm. uh, technical, practical, in Greek and in English, mm -hmm. and that's why we created the Pregnancy and Birth Network, yep. and we do meet online once a month, yep. so if there's any questions, people can throw questions into the circle then, on, yeah. on Facebook. Or online as a message, if yeah. they yeah. want to be more anonymous. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that's a good point. And where can people find you, Sophia? Um, on my Facebook page at the yeah. moment, um, Holistic Midwifery Holistiki Mehtiki. Um, they can send me yeah, a message. or, yeah. And I'm happy to talk online as a video call or on the yeah. phone or yeah. um, simply 
directing people to information yeah, or yeah, you know, to whatever support it is they feel they need. Yeah. So we'll write the details down mm -hmm. um, in the video of this podcast. Um, it's been beautiful. I know we could go on forever we talking could. about this. So, yeah, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you, yeah, thank Sophia, you. for the opportunity. Yeah, and thank you for listening. Thank you very much.